Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Deserts of Plenty, uh, the podcast about uh, optimizing our mental, physical, and spiritual health, mind, body, and soul. Uh, it's also having to do a lot with human-human communication, transaction, and interaction, as well as making our way through this crazy world and finding tools to help us find happiness and success and contentment when all around us seems absolute chaos. Um, again, my name is Ralph McLeod. I'm really an improv teacher by trade now, but I have a background in science and medical research, uh, both analytical and creative, and I've had a lot of time to observe human beings. And, uh, you know, my experience is all really practical. Like, I don't have a background in psychology, but when I talk to psychologists, it's like, oh, you know, I know what that, you know, when I talk to psychologists, basically I describe what I see and they're like, oh, you know what that is? That's this thing. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And so I, I do have a friend who is a, a psychologist. And when I speak to her, you know, she's analytical or not, sorry, an academic and I'm practical and we've come to the same place and the same conclusions and understandings about people. And it's, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, so today I uh, I want to talk about an experience I had and that led me to an understanding of a certain personality type. And it's a personality type to which I belong. And um, I call it the empath. Uh, it's also, I've heard it referred to as the savior or the mentor personality group. And um, so I'll just start off by asking you a few questions and 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 let me know if this, and well, not let me know. I mean, you can let me know if, certainly in the comments because I'm really curious. Um, if this sounds like you, and then I'll, I'll talk about my experience and, uh, and, uh, yeah. And then just some, some things about, about this whole personality type. So does this sound like you, a, you are very good in a crisis, you know, when stuff gets real, everybody looks at you as like, okay, you figure it out and you take charge. So good in a crisis. Uh, are you the black sheep of your family? You know, the person that, uh, moves to the beat of your own drum and it's somehow different. Uh, your love language is gifts of time and experiences. <clears throat> Excuse me. You're not so much about stuff. Uh, you may have had a rocky or distant relationship with your father. Pardon me. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm recovering from a cold and it's bonkers. Uh, does bringing joy to other people bring you the most pleasure? You know, when someone can look at you and like, thank you very much. You like feel pretty good about that. You are a people pleaser and you struggle with conflict and saying no, have a hard time saying no to people. You'd rather eat a lot of crap than have someone be upset with you. You are agnostic, borderline atheist. Politically, you're on the left of center, but you don't have, uh, you don't truck with extremes. Like you're not you're not far left or a leftist, you're much more a pluralist. You think there's room for everybody in the planet. Um, you don't function so well within an institution. You're much better working for yourself or in a small group. Um, you have a creative outlet. In terms of career, you lean towards healthcare, education, childcare. You, as a child, brought home wounded animals. Does this all sound like you? Oh, and finally, you have a narcissist story. 
Does that sound like you? And if not, that's totally cool because there are certainly people out there who are like this. A lot of people have some of these things, but when I meet fellow empaths who are like me, they're like, stop reading my mind. How do you know this stuff? And this happened to me, it was just pre-pandemic. And I, um, you know, I was just, uh, I was, t- I was sort of hanging out with someone and I just got this overwhelming feeling that I knew exactly what she was feeling. And uh, it, it just like, it was just uh, like, I, I am an empath. So I, I tend to know moods and stuff, but I felt like I could read this person's mind. And then I just started asking questions like these questions. And she was like, get out of my head, you know, too much. And then whenever I got around people that I could feel like, oh, I really feel this close kinship to you in like a much more like family, you know, paternal or maternal or, you know, sibling. Like I really felt a kinship to people. It was like, I'd ask them these questions and invariably they'd be like, this sounds like me. And I, and I came to sort of a conclusion and it could be total BS, but that uh, this conclusion was that we're basically the same person, except we, you know, we're born at different times or in different places or, you know, we're different genders or, or whatever, but take away all that window dressing. And at our core, we're the same person right down to things like uh, as a children, you felt like you belonged at a different time and place. I just found that really, I still blows my mind because I still meet people like this. And every, every time I do, I meet an empath and I talk about, you know, do you struggle with boundaries? And I see people like their eyes get big. I'm like, oh, there you are doormat, right? How do you know this stuff? Narcissist story. Shut up. Get out of my head. We'll talk about narcissists soon. But um, I just found that it just blew my mind. So I I do want to talk a bit about empathy. I want to talk about uh, 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 boundaries. Because even if you're not an empath, boundaries are something that you may struggle with. And saying no uh, to things that you don't want to do. And a bit about, you know, putting yourself first. These are things that uh, are really important, especially for empaths, but I think for all of us. So I just want to first mention about the three kinds of empathy, and this might this might define you or describe you, not define, describe you, or it may not, but there's three kinds of empathy. Um, the first kind of empathy is understanding a person's journey who's different than you. You know, like I've never given birth to a child. I've been present for the birth of three children. And I know I will never understand that experience of like the pain and and the joy and all that of, of actually giving live birth to another human being. But I can, I can appreciate it and understand, well, that's got to be, first of all, extremely painful and difficult, but also wonderful. Uh, the second kind of empathy is, you know, how people are feeling. You know, like I'm that person who will walk into a room and go, oh, 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 some something just happened in here. There was a fight or people were making out or something, but something's going on. And I'm I'm that person. I can I can know what I can get a general sense of what people are feeling. And uh the third kind of empathy is when you make everybody else's problem your problem. So the classic example of this is um you're walking down the road and there's a person, you come across a big hole in the ground, and there's a person down at the bottom of the hole. So the first kind of empathy is like, oh, you're in a hole. I understand what that would be like. I'm not in a hole, but I can understand like that might be terrifying or confusing or, but I understand, even though I don't experience that, what that would be like. 
The second kind is uh, understanding, looking at that person, understanding, oh, they're terrified or confused and just knowing kind of at a glance what that person is experiencing. And the third kind of empathy is you jump down into the hole and make their problem now our problem. And that's where empaths get into a lot of trouble. You make other people's problems our problems. Boundaries, right? We don't have healthy, we don't establish healthy boundaries. So the first thing about boundaries that you have to understand, fellow empaths, is that establishing boundaries doesn't make you a dick. It doesn't make you a a bad person. It makes you a person that has self-respect. And uh, the way I like to think about it is that the the more you take care of yourself, you're in a better position to take care of the people around you that you you truly care about. You know, if, if I'm in a bad place, it makes me much more unlikely to be able to take care of the people around me that I love. Uh, best, I guess, characterized by the, you know, on the the briefing at the beginning of every flight, every, you know, air flight, airplane travel is like, put your own oxygen mask on first. If I'm not in a good position, I can't help other people. And also it's respect. Like I know as a, as an empath who used to hate conflict and would run from it and would do anything to just have people like me. You know, people don't come to respect that behavior. They come to expect it and they'll use it. And then the minute you stand up and say like, oh, come on, what about me? They're like, whoa, you're crazy. And I have a story that will outline this in just a moment. So boundaries, not about being a bad person. It's not about being, um, you know, uh, a, a jerk. It's about putting yourself first and being in a position to take care of the people that matter to you. The other thing about saying no is every time you say no to something you don't want to do, you get to say yes to something you do want to do, right? And again, no is about respect. It's about knowing here and no more. And if you let people walk all over you, they will continue to walk all over you. I had a I had a close friend who's an empath and she struggles mightily with this stuff. And, and you know, we, we sometimes have that feeling like, oh, if, if I do good, good will come back to me. And the trouble is often it doesn't, you know, it's, there's no like cosmic scorekeeper for karma. You know, the more you do and give and give to other people, the more they'll take and take and take, not everybody, but a large majority of them. Um, and uh, once again, I'll just give you an example in a second here. So boundaries, establishing healthy boundaries, it's not about being a jerk. It's about what's right for you. Saying no allows you to say yes to things that you love and it builds respect you know, one of the things that's hard about dating an empath is it's hard to respect them. And without respect, it's hard to build love. You know, you can have a, a kind of paternal or maternal or familial kind of love, but to have a romantic love with someone you don't respect is is very tough. And so empaths take note. So uh, imagine this scenario, okay? You, uh, you walk to work every day and uh, or walk wherever, same place every day. And you walk by this corner and one day you're walking by and there's a person there. And this person is held $20 they're giving you. And you're like, what? And they're like, no, no, take it. Uh, what's going on? There's no gimmick. I don't expect anything. Here's $20. So you go, okay. You take the $20, count your lucky stars and move on. The next day you come back, he's there again with another 20 bucks. What's going on? And he's like, nothing, absolutely nothing. Here's $20. It's yours. Take it. No strings attached. It's fine. Okay. Every day, day after day, that person's there giving you 20 bucks. One day, 
after a few weeks of this. You're on your way to work. Nuts. I don't have any money for lunch. Wait a minute. My guy, he'll be there with my 20 bucks. You walk by 20 bucks. Thank you very much. There's your lunch, right? This goes on. One day you're walking there. He's not there. Where's my guy? Where is he? What happened to him? You come back the next day. He's there. He's looking sheepish. And you're like, what's going on? Where were you? And he's like, well, uh, you know, that money I gave you, I want it back and interest. And you're like, you're crazy. You're absolutely nuts. I'm not giving you your money back. You said no strings attached. You're crazy. And that's exactly the way it is with empaths. We give and we give and we give because we want people to like us because we think good will come back to us because that's what we've been taught. And for a lot of us, that's not what happens. We don't get good back. And so there's a type of narcissist, you know, these, these victim narcissists that are kind of like, you know, the way if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, and I'm starting to nerd out here in a second, but, you know, in Lord of the Rings, the orcs, which are these evil creatures, are the beautiful elves that have been corrupted. And that's kind of like these victim narcissists are empaths. They're empaths that have been corrupted. They've learned the hard way. They've learned the wrong lesson. They've learned that to get ahead, you got to be cruel and you got you to take from people. And that's not true. That's a very bleak way to look at the world. But I know people like that that have, you know, they've given and they've given and they've given and they've got nothing but crap. And they go, okay, what I've learned about the world is wrong. The only way to get ahead is to take and be mean. And that's not true. The way to get ahead is to establish healthy boundaries, figure out what's right for you and do what's right for you. Here's another like example. Um, do you ever that thing when you're going into uh, a mall or a building and there's someone coming behind you, you don't know them. And they're kind of in that weird in-between place. Like any closer, you'd hold the door for them, no problem. If they were a little further back, you'd forget it, let it go. But they're in that intermediate place. And immediately we hate them. Like, oh, how could you put me in this position? Ugh, that's nuts. But then you hold the door for them. And what we expect is like, oh, they speed up. They give us like a, a, a nod or a wave, you know, as a way to say thank you. And uh, if they don't, we want to murder them. Uh, same thing, you let a car in traffic, you know, they don't give you the wave, you want to murder them. So if you do good things for people and you do it because you want the, act, you, you do it so that you get the little thing back, the little like wave or acknowledgement, the thing that fills your cup, that's a, that's a dead end. That's a, that's going to backfire because when you don't get them, you feel jilted. It's like, I've trusted you with a bit of my soul and now you've crapped on it and I hate you. So do these things for yourself. Do them because they are the right thing for you to do. And you do them because you enjoy them, not because you have an expectation of getting a return. Anyway, that's an introduction into empaths. Uh, I'd love to hear from empaths. Uh, if any of this resonates with you and you're like, oh my God, that's me, Ralph. How are you? That's crazy. You're like, I'm some like that, but not entirely. Well, there's many different kinds of personalities. There's probably 12. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and uh Every once in a while, I wake up, I'm like, oh my God, if I was making a matrix and I had to have, you know, personality types, you don't need an infinite number of personality types. You just need a handful, like maybe 12 uh, to design all these different brains. Uh, I don't know. I find we may be living in a matrix, you know, in some kind of computer simulation as, you know, as, as possible as any other explanation that it's all... There's, you know, some kind of supreme being up there that created everything or that it's uh, the universe just started somehow. But of course, you know, explanations of we're all living in a matrix just bring up more questions. Well, where do those people come from? And then those people and on and on and on. 
<sighs> I can think about this forever. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in for uh, to uh, Deserts of Plenty. Uh, please um, send me notes and questions and tell me I'm full of crap. I love that stuff too. I mean, I'm always up to challenge what I know and learn new things. I am not my thoughts, which anyway, something we'll talk about at some point. Anyway, thanks very much. Uh, have a great uh, rest of your week. Uh, my name has been Ralph McLeod. You can reach me at ralph at socap.ca. Have the best time. Bye.